0: Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. How are you doing? I really hope you're good. I hope you're fine. I hope your week has been good. How was forgive and forget? (laughs) Oh, I know that. Somehow, somehow, there will be quite a lot of controversy about it. You know, some people will be like, I can forgive you, but forget never. Like, I'll remember, I'll I'll keep your deeds ever before me. You get to, to remind you of the things that you've done you know for some other people it might be easy but from the comments you know the feedback that I got I know that it's really helping us you know generally the whole series generally the whole series on forgiveness it's helping us right? being a believer and you know the fact that forgiveness is one of the tenets of our faith it's it characterizes our whole belief system the fact that God forgave us right and showed us his love through the death you know the sacrifice of his son Jesus and then also bringing us into that same family giving us his name giving us his image you know restoring us to his glory and then also granting us access to you know just amazing amazing promises and also giving us the privilege of his consistent forgiveness um when you think about the fact that our goal and our pursuit is to reflect the God that we love reflect the God that we serve reflect the God that we worship we get to understand that it's important for us to actually imbibe the whole um The whole concept of forgiveness. Now, forgetting is hard. Like I said in the in the podcast, right? I was on Monday. Um, It's difficult to forget things. The different occurrences in our life carry different weights, right? The gravity of one, um, the gravity of one occurrence or one event, maybe it differs from another right? Some are more grievous, some are more heinous, some are more scarring than others, right? Some are very trivial that, you know, even without an apology, you could just, you know, flip by it and go. But forgiveness is very, very important. And like I said, the parts that you can forgive, on the, sorry, the parts that you can forget, right? It, it helps. Remember, part of the things that we said where we started the whole series is that offense naturally creates a hindrance um, for us as people where you can't you know, tend to relate with people in good ways. A person may share a very very uh, pertinent truth something very true but because of the offense that you have in your heart against the person it makes what the person says seem like a lie and That in itself, it robs all of us of something great and beautiful, right? Your your helper could be the person that you're offended with, and because you've kept all of those things in your heart, right? You've kept so much offense in your heart, you could actually, you know, um, end up losing out of the miracle. Remember the story that I shared from that old Lion King scenario, right? They had, you know, reconciled Simba and the other pride had reconciled with Kovu and Kiara Kiara was trying to help Kovu's mom Kovu, I mean Kovu's mom refused you know because of the offence and because of how vengeful she was how vengeful she was Um, so you you could we could really miss out on a lot of things if we do not imbibe this character of offence and creating a certain level of pardon even if it means up to forgiving I mean forgetting um some of these instances but like i said some of these things would stay with us forever the the thing is that um it's important that you do not use it to judge the person you do not use it to judge your relationship with the person in as much as it is hard um you can exercise caution on a whole lot of things but then your priority um judgment right is not that event or that thing that the person did at that particular point in time in your life, right? Uh, but yeah, I'm sure God would help us. I have a friend of mine, Grace Chris Christos, um, an amazing, amazing content creator. And we usually used to have conversations, you know, just generally. And my, my, the most exciting part of our conversations, right, between Grace and I is the fact that we're just like, a hundred percent real we just see it as it is she's a very very plain person and i think maybe in this in this particular um in this particular light one of these days i'll get her across and you know we'll do an episode together i would really wanted to be physically present so that we could have you know that whole back and forth real conversation kind of thing um we'll talk about something that would really really bless us right so let's just see how, how do they get to lagos or should they either come to abuja or we'll jam somewhere in the middle right so today we're going to be discussing if you did it before would you do it again Now it was inspired by this song by Ty tribut if he did it before he will do it again Sing god right now Sing god back then if he did it before he would do it again Sing god right now Sing god back then right so uh anyway it's a nice song check it out tight if you did it before same god i think it's same god anyway i think yeah it should be either one of those two um titles so today i decided like okay let's talk about if you did it before would you do it again um now this is this stuff have you ever been concerned that the things that you have forgiven people for that they would probably do it again Have you also been scared for yourself that, okay, maybe I've been pardoned over something in my life before, and now I found myself that I'm a victim of it or I'm prone to be a victim of it again? You see, the things about trust, sorry, the thing about trust, right, and relating with other people is that sometimes our fear comes from the fact that if I give this person another chance, would they fail me? Um, are they liable to do the same thing? over and over again a friend of mine actually says this and in some way i see a similitude of truth in it that in some instances right when people say they're sorry they're not sorry for what they did but they're sorry for being caught because if they really had a heart that um had you in mind they would not actually do those things and to some light, it's very very true you know but then there are certain things that people actually do either because of upbringing because of the community their social system that um engineered them engineered their mindset their paradigms and everything there are certain things that may reoccur so for instance right let's use the classic example toothpaste you've got somebody that squeezes toothpaste from the middle, somebody squeezes toothpaste from the bottom. There there may not be like any right way in code. It just looks a lot um, smoother when you do it from the bottom. But imagine somebody that from growing up had always, you know, squeezed it from maybe not the middle, but... Definitely not from the bottom, you get, and they always thought, did, always did that. And you're living with this person. You know, there's not a, really, there's not any amount of correction that you would make that would probably change the person. Now, would you consistently uh, and continually be offended in the person because of that? Like I said in the previous podcast, that different things mean different things to people, right? They carry different weights. So, for you, the whole thing may not be an issue, but for somebody, um, because they're so organized, and like things being done a certain way, it could be a real, real issue. Um, So, how do you handle that? How do you handle that? Because if you have this assurance in your heart that the person is not going to do certain things again maybe that you they've apologized for you forgiven and people have moved on from that side once you if you have that assurance that you would never ever do it again that maybe that ability to make the error was taken away it would be easy to trust but at the back of our mind we also think what happens if they do it again now i learned something from two people right apostle Salman and also from a book that i read right by an amazing amazing pastor Pastor Chris Chukunier. I met them I met him and his wife um Shola at a at an event, right? Healing Room that's with them um, Ruby, our therapist, right? Our God inspired therapist. And you know after the home meeting he shared his book. And um, one of the books that I got was um lead your way to her heart and it's such an amazing amazing book it's really the whole series there are other topics there other titles but the whole series is generally geared towards intimate relationships right relationships that intend to lead to marriage or those that are already in marriage but there were parts of the book right that i really felt were ...applicable to just relationships in general. Now, there's this word called forbearance. Forbearance is the ability to know that somebody is likely to offend you... ...and prepare room to accommodate that excess... ...and forgive them beforehand. I don't know if that even makes sense. Forbearance, right, is that foresight... ...that you know that this person is liable to do something the person has apologized because they know that it's wrong but because it's a habit it's it's mindset, paradigm, thought or something that was engineered in them they would do it again Right? so you're fully aware that they would do it they're liable to do it again and you create that space for them to be able for you to be able to forgive them if and when they commit that same action again now forbearance is a big thing but one of the things that um, Pastor Chris uh, mentioned in his book is that you you have to be able to decide especially when it comes to like love relationships you have to be able to decide those things that you can live with and those things that you can't the things that an individual is going to consistently do no matter the amount of talks no matter the amount of conversations they probably would never change can you live with that? Can you live with that? Something that I learned from um, Apostle Selman and quite a lot of other people is that men will always be men. The the um, sometimes the high standards that we put for people um, are things that we to be cannot live up to. Uh, maybe because there are certain things that we've conquered or we're better at handling but just for that like i find it so easy to do why is it so difficult for other people to do it right so like i said the example you grew up in a house where they squeezed the toothpaste from anywhere just let the paste come out while some other people they grew up in a house where it was from the bottom they were disciplined for doing it differently like in some houses like some cultures especially here in africa um Eating with your left hand is a sign of disrespect, or, uh, you know, collecting things with your left hand is a sign of disrespect. But then for some other cultures, it's really not a big deal. And so, what happens when these two cultures clash, right? When these two cultures clash. There is a tendency that there would be an offense at the instance, right? But then, after that, right? You know that you're going to live with the person or stay within the community. How are you going to handle it? It's called what? Forbearance. It's called forbearance. And I think that it's something that we need to imbibe as believers, right? Um, Now, I don't expect you to do it, right? Now, that's, that's, that's where the balance comes in. It's not like I'm anticipating... I'm just waiting for the time that you do it. You get so maybe you're working. Um maybe you're you're working in maybe doing some like house chores or maybe you're washing plates in the kitchen and um you don't allow the maybe the the plates to kind of like dry a little bit before you stack them up right so it's not like when you're washing I'm just waiting and then once you just drop I'm like "Eh, I knew it I knew it I knew it I knew it no forbearance doesn't even need to be spoken of right Um, I think one of the best ways to show um, that you're really forbearing with an individual is let's use the plates for instance um, or let's use clothing for instance so a lot of people wash And after washing, they find it really, really hard to fold their clothing. And sometimes they drop it on their bed, on the chair, couch, whatever. Right? And maybe that's an issue for you. Now, what you could do is... um, This is what forbearance is. Where you know that because it's a habit that the person may eventually do it. And you come over, you see the person's clothes on the bed. You know, just fold it and you keep it in... um, the drawer or put it on hangers or anything now in natural <laughs> rational human being would be like oh okay i know where i dropped my clothing and this person did it for me right uh i'm going to try my best to make things better and then the person you know tries you know first day second day they put their clothes they fold them up and all and then maybe one of these days either they're in a rush or they're very tired and then they just you know Quickly just drop it on the bed, they repeat that whole action, right? For parents, knows that, yeah, it's something that they're struggling with or something that they're not used to, they're trying to adjust. And then you try your best, you know, you just do the same thing, you fold, and be like, ah, oh, it helped you fold your clothes, or something like that. At least the person would understand um that you're just helping. You don't have to come up and be like, you see, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of Like I said, there's some things that cannot be outrightly changed. And so what do you do? You forbear. Tyler, I think one of the things that would help us is to create a very, very large space for people to commit mistakes in our lives. One of the things that I've learned from Apostle is that create an excuse for people's actions. Now, um, It's for you. That's one thing that I've I've figured out for myself. It's, It's really for me. If I create an excuse for your actions, it helps me to quickly let go of offense and get things done. I can confront you about it, but because I have given you that excuse already, it helps me to be able to move on why did he shout at me doesn't he know I don't like shouting people shouting at me that's very offensive and you know that the person may have you know being this kind of job that is really really demanding it's really really um, time consuming he's in an angry, or he's in an aggressive he or she then an in an aggressive um, environment, right? And then the person, you know, shouts and everything. You could create that excuse. i like, maybe the person had a rough day. And that's why they're shouting, the person didn't mean it. And then maybe after the long day and everything, once the person has come, they would be like, oh, I really hope your day went well. Um, you really shouted at me and I didn't like it, but I was really concerned, like, what exactly happened? Now that's what forbearance does. Have you seen where, maybe a couple, like maybe one of the spouses, seen a reaction from their other spouse, and then they just know that okay something's up, and they're like, I just give him time?" They may not be proud of that action, but they understand that this is what happens around a certain event in the person's life right and so i've accommodated the fact that you would be prone to do these kind of things so like i said it's really really important for us as believers to create that space so like jesus said forgive 70 times 7 that's 490 times that is give space for 490 offenses in your life it would help you right It would really, really help you to be able to overcome quite a lot of things and move on and also help you to restore relationships quickly. I think it's pretty crazy if you would really sit down in a day and tally the offenses that people can make. I don't know. You should have other stuff to do. But the whole system, that whole idea that Jesus gave to us, right, is definitely helpful. Definitely, definitely, definitely helpful. Absolutely helpful, right? And so the question is if you did it before, would you do it again? If they did it before, would they do it again? The answer is probably yes. And so what are you going to do about it? especially if you've decided to relate with the person at all create that new um, boundary not boundary per se create that new um, system you get that space for offense give them that room create that room for forbearance create that room for forbearance yeah. so like I said if you can't live with it, then probably don't relate. And it's okay. Love is a command. Relationship is not. Right? But if you've decided to relate with people, then you must open up to them being helped. Alright, so um I really hope that this blessed you and really inspired you. Right? So this is me signing out. Remember, I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you, right? Have an awesome day. Bye.